0: Um, It's fascinating you've mentioned that because I was just having a conversation recently on that. Um, So one thing we've realized in Africa, especially now, the company that I'm working when it comes to onboarding people, it's the younger people who are more open to listening to to Bitcoin. Um, The older generation um, and learning for them is quite a challenge because this is a system they have grown up with. They have lived with for a very long time and uh, telling them that there's a way we can have money that is not controlled by uh, a, a top authority it's, its it's quite difficult for them to just understand the concept or even want to and learn it so I guess that's a, that's 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 quite true the unlearning bit it takes um it takes you to lower your ego for you to accept this.
1: Hello guys, welcome once again to Bitcoiner Podcast. Uh it's been a while it's it's been a couple of, of days, couple of weeks, super while we have been filming a lot of uh Bitcoin content, uh, a lot of guests this this the past few weeks. So you probably will see will be seeing a lot of content. Uh a lot of Bitcoiners working a lot. So you probably will you will see how much they are working right now. Uh but i'm super excited that uh, little by little we are knowing everyone around the world and we created a lot of uh, bitcoin education so uh today i like to introduce uh in zumba welcome uh you have been in el salvador so now welcome to the show <laughs>
0: Thank you, And I am so glad to be on the show. Um, I enjoyed my trip at um El Salvador. Um San Salvador, I unfortunately I, I did have time to move around the whole country. I wish I did. So San Salvador was good. And seeing the circular economy at El Zonte, I wish I could be able to implement that right here at home. Um, it was good spending stats and having, you know, spending stats at uh, different locations too.
1: Yeah, uh, actually uh well i I mentioned before that uh I saw your I saw your speech and uh, actually my dad went to the Adopt- adopting Bitcoin and he was he was sending me like live photos about look here's max Kaiser look here's this person look here's the other person I was like yeah I'm watching it on YouTube <laughs> so he was super <laughs> excited about it and uh yeah I saw yours because for me the timing was uh like seven or, or eight hours, hours of difference so it was uh, kind of complicated to follow everything but luckily I I, uh, I saw yours and I love it so that's why I brought you to the show so uh, thank, thank you for being here. Thank <laughs> you yeah. for
0: having me, I'm, I'm glad to be here.
1: <laughs> you know uh, you told me that uh, you, you went just a little time in, in El Salvador but uh, I have a very deep question, did the try Pupusas?
0: oh yes I was <laughs> in fact when i got there um the very first day i was looking around for pupusas in san salvador it was unfortunate i didn't get a shop that was nearby because i was staying very close to the to the conference that had pupusas, and uh, the conference venue also at that time they weren't selling pupusas. so i was very yeah. frustrated um, even the friends I was with, they kept on pestering them, papuses. <laughs> so I got to taste papuses the very first time at um, El Zonti. I liked it. Um, yeah, it's 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 quite okay. I really yeah, I, I had a good time to take it for the very first time.
1: That's a nice that's an idea. That's an idea. Uh, I always like to, to ask about that and also about the yeah. coffee because you know it's like we're famous about it <laughs> Oh yes,
0: the coffee, the coffee. I I even met um there was a there was a coffee vendor who's uh, quite popular there. Um, ah yeah,
1: Charito Charito Cafe.
0: Yes, Charito. Oh, okay. uh, yes. Oh yes, Charito. Definitely. Um, he even. Uh, sold us one of his coffees and he showed us his car uh the, the only one <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh, that was that was also good to good to see good to interact with lots of people i really had a good time there
1: <laughs> yeah yeah actually uh i have been talking with jorge he has a lot of knowledge about uh coffee uh, actually i brought him to to the show and mm-hmm. uh he told me a, a lot of, about how they're in, incorporating you know uh bitcoin into he, uh his his uh uh his company so it's it's super good that how they do it uh with bitcoin how he told me a lot of you know uh features that with bitcoin you can do like especially with, with retailers that uh when they when they sell coffee um yeah in in their behalf they can get earnings in basically live you know they, they don't have to wait to intermediaries they get a portion of, of the commission or the affiliates whatever uh, immediately so when that that's exported, very Sorry?
0: when it's exported, when the coffee is exported yeah they... wow that's that's amazing i think um what what i keep on seeing one of the one of the sectors that's really going to be influenced by, by by bitcoin is uh the shipping um the shipping if most of them really realize how much they will save on the timing of receiving payments we are going to have an explosion in terms of adoption but uh, i hope we'll get there i'm, I'm glad yeah. it's working out for him
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely I, I i'm telling him that he's leading with example because it's super amazing that he he developed he he told me he gave me a complete explanation on how it worked and it's it's super 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 nice um, so the, and actually it's kind of related of what we're going to talk about because uh, of course Bitcoin helps to uh, have financial inclusion and we have we have no borders thankfully so yeah. we're we're going to discuss that but before starting uh talking about bitcoin uh yeah. could you please introduce a little bit about yourself talk about your background and uh yeah we'll discuss your upbringing
0: <laughs> okay um so uh, my name is uh, Anolyn Sumba as you mentioned I come from Kenya um this is one of the 54 countries in uh in Africa so um, that my background, um, I have a background in um, financial engineering and a bit of accounting. I went into learning uh, that after I was curious about money from a very young age. I uh, was exposed to the effects of the financial crisis and um, I was curious to go ahead and just learn as much as I can about money. So that's how I ended up um deciding to study that um in campus and uh yeah so far uh, so good um i think it's been quite the, the journey uh, especially since then um getting into bitcoin for the very first time and uh right now working in bitcoin it's been um interesting to see the least.
1: that's so nice that's so nice uh you mentioned that you were studying engineering what, what kind of engineering because I have engineering oh, it, as well.
0: <laughs> oh, no, mine was, mine was more financial engineering. So I went into that because, um, okay, rather, when I went into that is when I was able to learn about the risks um, associated with finance. And I was able to learn how most of what we learn there is, um, what can I say, um, not essential, <laughs> really. Because um, when you look at things like derivatives, um, what are they that basically are we're trying to come up with formulas to manipulate the money system so that you can be able to move money in ways that people do not understand so it didn't make sense to me why this education was not available to everyone and once you come to learn it as deeply you understand that it's just a way of manipulating them uh the current system so that you can make laws around it and uh the people who do not understand it definitely end up suffering the effects eventually
1: okay yeah I got it in my case is uh, the the approach well I'm an industrial engineer so uh, my approach from, from Bitcoin actually started with blockchain you know because they, they talk um, in university they talk about blockchain and how it was related yeah. with Bitcoin. But for me, at the start, it was like so boring because blockchain is transactions, you know. I was like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> oh,
0: what, what engineering did you study yourself?
1: Uh, it's, uh, how do you say it in English? Industrial and management engineering. Yeah.
0: Oh, So you understand a bit of mining.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bit. Uh, but I don't know the part of, uh, you know, the, the codes. Actually, I'm, I'm learning right now to... How to code because I want to understand that the technical part I know I know how mine works but I don't know the the part of the codes how how it works you know that's more techie for me
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah
1: mm-hmm. we're learning little by little that's that's the beauty of the rabbit hole you know
0: <laughs> I, I, I yeah I agree I agree uh, well, all the best in that uh, we need more people contributing to the code <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I, I don't I
0: think I'm going in that direction but uh <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah and uh how was your how how do you okay you touched a bit how you started with with uh your rabbit hole but uh how do you how can i say this question which was your uh, how moment of what convinced you to to work in, in bitcoin and uh basically how was your path to to come until here <laughs>
0: Yeah, Um, so I was looking for freedom, to be honest. I was tired of uh, working in the nine to five. Um, So, as I've mentioned, I live in the coast, okay, I I live actually at the coast of Kenya, uh, and uh, there's a lot of tourism here. So, we had Mm -hmm. a, a tourist come come into into the country and um they were like they they travel on crypto like what do you mean you do not work in an office you get to just live on on crypto and uh, i think that time they were lucky it was during the bull market so i wonder um, how far it is right now but uh yeah so they were able to teach me um a bit of because they were trading they were able to teach me a bit of bitcoin but um before that I had uh been exposed to bitcoin around 2015 uh this was while I was still in school um you know when you try to like hustle I was uh doing the Tap to pay that I was introduced into uh, bitcoin as a concept but I really didn't understand it in depth so I just had that prior knowledge. And um, now, as I've mentioned, uh, studying financial engineering, for me, it was more of trying to avoid the risks associated uh, with the financial system. So mm-hmm. it took long for me to realize not crypto and um, it's more of Bitcoin. And uh, yeah, that that was it for me, I guess. I I got into Bitcoin. I started um um studying a bit a bit more and then I realized I had missed some things back then um in 2015 um I had 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 a few starts back then but I lost them unfortunately to a wallet because I didn't understand self-custody mm-hmm. so yeah coming back into it right uh a, f- a few years later it was it was amazing I just um uh, got right into it i was excited i was like finally i found something that can be able to enable me not to work for the rest of my life i can be able to save uh, my money uh, still so living in kenya our currency is devaluating at a very very fast rate and uh, this was offering me an opportunity to save i had tried so many investments <laughs> i had gotten into shares and um, I had companies make decisions and lose money I tried uh, getting into government bonds i realized i'm too poor to be able to wait for 10 years for the good interest so when i was able to to understand uh, uh bitcoin this uh, a bit later i just dived into it and i started talking about it uh when you when you get the age to talk about uh bitcoin so that's how i I started talking about it on on twitter it was the platform i was well knowledgeable about and yeah i I just ended up meeting a whole community of people who are also talking about uh bitcoin and uh i guess that's uh uh, how i really really got uh, into the rabbit hole that's how it started
1: oh okay that's so nice you know uh actually yeah on on twitter uh now X. it's super funny because I remember when I started um uh, it was back in 2017 but more actively in 2019 2020 but I remember that there was this concept of and by that time I, I wasn't that deep into into Bitcoin uh but there there was this concept about the maximalist and the, that they were so toxic and whatever and little by little when you are you're starting to understand why they're called it toxic they are actually not toxic they are just uh defending what they have built right it's...
0: Oh, oh my goodness so <laughs> even talking about that when i was um because i had been introduced into crypto um i bought off even so that as soon as i realized there's risk of centralization and when yeah. i got in- just as you said, I did not waste time putting on the laser eyes, which I still have until now, still hundred k <laughs> <laughs> no, right now we've just decided we're not taking them out because um it's necessary um it's necessary um I think people might view it as if it's it's a cult or it's a religion, but um I actually think it's okay for people to view it that way, and that, and when they get into it, they realize Bitcoin is nothing close to how a cult works. Uh, people disagree with each other. People have different opinions. People are from different backgrounds. But the fact that you want to protect this thing, uh, this revolutionary technology, that's going to change our lives, it's necessary to be a maximalist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah
1: that actually that, that that's what i uh i was thinking because wh- when i got it it was like okay no they're just defending uh, uh everything that had been built actually there's the what is the this law that it's called uh i don't remember the name but brand, brand brandolini's is yes? possibly that uh, there's a lie and then it takes it takes like 100 more uh more times an effort to um uh, to, to dismiss all these lies that they were said, you know. So I was like, okay, that's what I'm doing. And, and it's nothing wrong. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It's, it's quite fascinating how um, once you get into Bitcoin, you all of a sudden see all the lies that you've been fed uh, right in front of you. In, in the, and it's been propelled for years. Um, But it's good, I think it's a a good gateway for people to understand, not just the misconceptions with money, even misconception with the food, misconception with health, it just encompasses a lot of things, and um, I can say it's just a learning process, for sure.
1: Yeah, and uh, especially in our our countries, because I think in, in Africa, well, and of course in in the entire world but especially in africa and latin america we we get hyperinflation. uh there's a lot of corruption and politics and everything so but we are so deep into the system that when you get into it into bit connecting the the first step is like uh it's very difficult to to change your belief system right because it changes everything everything that you have learned during your entire life basically and i think that's the most uh, difficult part uh, to start orange peeling people because it's not easy to tell to make realize there are people that the entire belief system is not accurate it's not what i think it is how it works
0: um it's fascinating you've mentioned that because I'm, I'm i was just having a conversation recently on that um so one thing we've realized in Africa, especially now, the company that I'm working with, when it comes to onboarding people, it's the younger people who are more open to listening to, to Bitcoin. Um, the older generation um, and learning for them is quite a challenge because this is a system they have grown up with, they have lived with for a very long time. And uh, telling them that there is a way we can have money that is not controlled by uh, a, a top authority, it's, it's it's quite difficult for them to just understand the concept or even want to unlearn it. So, I guess that's uh, that's 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 quite true. The unlearning bit, it takes a um, it takes you to lower your ego for you to accept this
1: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And the, the, the other thing that I want to, to ask with you is that. Uh, well, I'm going to ask you about Machinkura, but first, uh, a little of context, context, guys, in case you don't know, uh, and correct me if, if I'm wrong, but I believe that in Africa, uh, there's uh, more generation than the older generation. I don't know the exact the percentage, but I know that maybe 80, 80%, I, I don't know, in contrast with... Yes, the... uh, uh, of
0: course, um, I also can't tell you the exact percentage, but um, we have more of the youth, uh, people aged like 35 and below, it's a bigger population as compared to the older generation. Um, and these are the people who are willing to accept new technology. They've lived along having to see smartphones, from feature phones to smartphones, uh, the internet coming. So they're more acceptable towards uh, towards new technology. Is it, is it the same case where you're from?
1: Yes. Uh, and... What do, you, what do you mean, El Salvador or Latin America? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Latin America should be... should be. It's not the same.
1: I, I think it's... I, I, actually, I don't know. 50, 50, 50 I will say. I, mean, I don't know. But what I do know is that in in Europe, it's like 40% older and yeah. 60%. That's a, that's, different. that's a bit different. Yeah.
0: Um, and uh, we can see it from the adoption it's it makes sense why the global south is taking up bitcoin as compared to the older generation um i do hope they catch up but uh, even even if they don't I, i believe the younger generation are in charge of the future so we just have to do what we have to do
1: yeah especially yeah and i think it's important because you know the if if a population has younger generation it is it's they're more approachable to, as you mentioned with new technology so i think it's way better to uh to educate uh, them no 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 it's way better sorry it's like uh, they're more approachable so th- therefore uh, there will be more opportunities to to ch- to change the system right so and actually that's one thing that i want to ask you that you started uh, i know that you have made some efforts to translate some bitcoin books into swahili so uh, i think that's remarkable because that's something that is also missing as the same like in content in spanish there's a lot of lack of education because there's not much content in our languages right so, I want to ask you about that how How do you come up with this idea and if you have seen uh some difference uh, now that you got some content in in Swahili, What are your okay. thoughts?
0: Okay, so um, um, I did not come up with, with the idea. Um okay. The founder that uh, founded the, the company Machankuro, So before that, they had founded Exonomia. Um So as I as I said, when I got that Bitcoin itch and I wanted to talk about it on Twitter, um, uh, somebody uh, they were looking for translators at the time who will be able mm-hmm. to translate uh, Bitcoin uh, literature into into african languages and uh, i was more than happy to uh, participate in this and um i took it up i was able to translate two bitcoin books into into swahili Uh, that is the bitcoin layer by uh uh, sorry (laughs) layered money by nick batia and uh also the block size so great books um, (laughs) yeah <laughs> thank you it was quite it was quite the the task trying to <laughs> find the words but um it, it was done so uh, as you've said uh, language is quite it's quite a barrier um especially reaching rural areas in africa and uh, having these books translated is a good step um at least in being able to getting the information the necessary information to to, to these communities and um, it has made a bit of changes. Uh, I was told by a friend that they are distributing the the book in Congo. Um, I was I was fascinated by that. Um, also in um, um, a bit of Malawi, I was able to also get a DM from somebody who had been had read my my book and they were able circulated. It. So it's 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 impressive to see to see this happening. Um, Right now we are working on at least even getting hard copies into places like Tanzania uh, because they predominantly speak uh, Swahili. And uh, Swahili is widely spoken, 200 million people. But uh, besides that, exonomia also translates um in Zulu and Shona, um in okay, South Africa, in Nigeria, in, in Ghana, in Uganda. So we have all of these native languages that... Uh, this is being translated into, and I think it's a—it's the best way we can be able to use, to be able to get to as many people as possible, because uh, English is not really the first language for all people.
1: Yeah, that's, that's super right. Uh, well, you mentioned Machankura, and I want to ask you uh, about that maybe the the people of my audience are not quite related about that so if you can talk a little bit about what is it and uh, wh- what do you do um, in in machankura okay uh, so in machankura i can say um i to say I to
0: work in marketing but all of us i get in the bitcoin space we are marketers whether you are yeah. like a found <laughs> anything <laughs> yeah but um, i started with the machankura project as i've said i worked with the exonomia and while doing the education uh machankura came up right um, after that so uh, the developer uh, rather the founder uh Pura Kugatsu, who is in south africa once he was able to okay actually there was a need there was a tweet that was sent out um in that If anybody can be able to get Bitcoin into feature points in Africa, it will be a game changer. And he was able to deliver and do that. So once he, he, he brought um, Machankura into the picture, um, I have to say it was a game changer. So what is Machankura? Machankura is a, is a, Okay, Machakora is basically a custodial wallet. Um, it's a, cust- a custodial lightning wallet that enables transfer of Bitcoin. That is the sending and receiving send of Bitcoin. Um, using uh, without internet connection. How does it do this? Uh... that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 I didn't get example even uh, just like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, It uses the USSD. USSD is the Structured Supplementary Service Data. So um, in Kenya, where I live, we use mobile money to transact often. We don't uh, usually use uh, the credit cards. So with mobile money, you can be able to send um. This is the Kenya shilling fiat. Um, without internet connection. So this is the USCD that anybody. We've had a company called Um pesa That's uh, how we be able to gain traction. Uh. Because it will. Even though we have the smartphone penetration in the country, not so many people have smartphones. And uh, even besides that, where the smartphones' internet um, connectivity is either not good or it's not as affordable. Mm-hmm. So with USSD, everybody could be able to transact and merchants ha- accept it quite easily. And uh now with Machankura, it was able to leverage Lightning Network into the USSD. So oh, what mm-hmm. USSD is the technology that can actually be saying uh, what is it to send SMSs by telecommunication networks. And um this now, anybody, even uh, your grandmother, doesn't have to really understand the integrity. All they once they see the message that money has been received, and in this case, that's, that it's, uh, it's they can be able to just understand it's money like any other. And uh, we've integrated with the uh, companies like Bitrefill, so with Bitrefill they can be able to even buy airtime, and that way they understand this is just money like any other. Uh, we hope to integrate with even more services. Um, if you can buy tokens with it, that way you can just be able to um, run things uh, without having to go that
1: way way. Hey, Juan here. I hope you're enjoying the show. Just a quick break. This podcast is possible thanks to my partners and I'm very picky with who I work with. So let's talk about them. First, Blockstream. Blockstream, the forefront of Bitcoin innovation, has something special for you. Get ready to supercharge your Bitcoin experience with a 10% discount on their incredible products and services. Whether you are into secure Bitcoin wallets, advanced mining solutions, or seamless satellite network access, Blockstream delivers excellency. And here's the kicker, just use promo code BITCORNERPODCAST, all capitals, all together when you check out and you'll instantly get 10% off. Don't wait, head over to Blockstream.com now to grab this exclusive Bitcoin boosting deal. Blockstream.com pioneering the future of Bitcoin, and it's just a discount away. Enjoy your Bitcoin journey with Blockstream. Now, let's talk about BitBlockBoom. I know you are all about Bitcoin, and so am I. That's why I'm excited to partner with BitBlockBoom, the top Bitcoin conference. Join me and other Bitcoin enthusiasts to deep dive into the future of Bitcoin. Plus, use promo code BITCONNERHODL for an exclusive 10% discount on their tickets. Reserve your spot now at bitblockboom.com, and I'll see you there. Introducing the Bitbox O2 Bitcoin Only Edition, your ultimate Bitcoin wallet. With a laser focus on security, this wallet is designed for one thing only, Bitcoin. Its limited framework means fewer vulnerabilities providing you with top-notch protection. The secure chips ensure that this wallet will always be Bitcoin only, no resets, no other coins. It's a commitment to your Bitcoin security. Unlock the full potential of your Bitcoin with the Bitbox O2. Join the Bitcoin revolution with the best in security and innovation. And, and uh, respecting of the, the adoption, do you see that uh, medium, maybe medium, I don't want to say companies, but like like services or uh, or small uh, companies or, or businesses that they are starting to, to grow uh, there. Uh, how do you see the, the, the adoption there? Um, I don't know if you managed like a, a percentage of how how much has been the adoption and the usage of, of it.
0: Okay, So for now, the USSD is uh, running in seven countries. Maybe I should start by mentioning that, seven African countries. Um, and uh, the adoption has been, if I can just put it, like it, it's been great because um, as I've said, it's sending the SMS way. The onboarding process is quite fast within five minutes, even three minutes if you're fast enough, the onboarding process is done. So this has been easy as compared to maybe having somebody download an app and be able to um, get internet connectivity. So we have seen the, the uh, service take up quite faster than uh, we had even <laughs> thought it would um so even in, in these countries maybe even I, I can mention we have a bit of regulatory challenges in some of them mm. and uh, yeah so we had to integrate something else so that users in that country can be able to access it so um that's now where the. We integrated the WhatsApp API, uh, so you can now use Machankoro on the WhatsApp API. I was very able to um, onboard a, a few people um, when mm. I was uh, yeah, in, in other countries. So with this, now we have a wide range of countries can be able to reach, and this has also increased the rate of ad- adoption even uh, way much more. And um, I, I think where I'm seeing it go right now, um, okay i think ussd is a very good technology in fact uh if people can be able to get that telecommunication communication networks in different countries to accept this it's it's a it's a fantastic way of implementing lightning um uh, i usually see people complain about lightning being slow with um Machankura, i really um i really have to go through that yeah
1: yeah and uh, another thing that you mentioned and actually it's super funny but i i personally i have started to implement it and to use it more about uh for curiosity but I uh I found that it's quite amazing it's it's a bit with uh, a bit refill it's super nice yeah. to to do some things there because uh in my case I always have a uh, this issue with my me, with my phone it's super, the example is super silly but it's yeah. very it's very illustrative to see how it works because um and I have my account of my my apple id that it's in the united states you know but for because i'm in europe sometimes i have to pay my uh let's say apple music or podcast or whatever or even apple tv uh this is not marketing for apple guys (laughs) they don't pay me (laughs) it's an example and uh but but you know sometimes i have the this difficulty that it says it's not available you cannot do the payment because it's not available in your region because you're in, in Europe and the, the account is it's in the United States yeah. but with, with Refill is like no border I just put the, that I need it um, in the its States account and I just pay with my Bitcoin in it's instant, instant instantly <laughs> yeah,
0: feels saved me um, when I was in El Salvador I was able to carry out my UPA payment my, it got to a point my business- Ma, it was declined. My card was declined. <laughs> um, I couldn't be able to pay for for my captain in San Salvador, and Bishop um, came came through for me. Oh wow! So I didn't know. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> but it was
1: uh, but it was uh, something related with the country that you had issues, or with your card? How? Uh, Sorry, it's personal, I think. But... <laughs> no,
0: no, no, but this is when it happens, especially when you travel to a country you don't notify your bank. Um. Mm. They they have the right apparently to just oh, no okay
1: so that's uh, yeah yeah that's something
0: really happens uh thank goodness Bitcoin fixes this <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely that's that's uh super amazing case because that that's yeah ah oh, yeah so now I was thinking how it works but yeah they have this option of of debit card right that you can uh, yes. that you can put some money yeah okay. oh, that's that's amazing man
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vouchers, you need an e-theme it's still there so um i, I want us to have as many products as that um even now for the very first time i was able to pay for my flight using bitcoin um that was also great um i think very soon i'm going to have to close my bank account i may not need it
1: <laughs> yeah to to close it and just stay in the, yeah.
0: in the bitcoin system
1: that, that will be so amazing okay. <laughs> another thing that i i want to ask you it's about the how is the i'm i'm not that related with the how is the uh finance in in africa i know that you have a lot of instability as as latin america as well but if you can give us some context so uh maybe i think it's very valuable to the audience to know um uh, how it's the situation in terms of economics and financing in some areas on the world and how eventually fi- Bitcoin fixes this.
0: <laughs> okay. Um I'm going to start with the very first one that I never fail to to mention. Um there are still 14 African countries that are under the what we call the CFA franc, that is the French monetary system that is oh, in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I, it's still a wonder to me how this is possible in twenty twenty three that uh, the decision of these countries um in terms of the of the monetary decision is still managed by France. And with this France, French companies can be able to come into the country, they can be able to exploit the country, extract resources, and then be able to basically change without having to worry about the uh, the fluctuation in the in the in the value. Yeah, the, the currency. So, um, another thing that this happens. I think there was a time where the the people in these countries just woke up and their money was devalued by around fifty percent. Uh, Togo was one of the places. And um, so, what you can say these countries are facing is more of um, a human rights crisis because we are they are being denied property rights. They are being denied the. Uh, ability to pay control or ownership of the value of their labor and with this, of course, you know, it goes all down to, um, you can say that it's neocolonialism because these countries are selling valuable resources for money that can be printed, it doesn't make sense at all, but uh, so that's one of the ways we can talk about, that's the extreme. Um, the other it's uh, a couple of human rights violations in certain countries Um, we know that there are countries that are undergoing um, right now there's a genocide undergoing in Congo Um, Mm -hmm. uh, countries like Eritrea, there are people who are trying to escape from from these countries and uh, when you when you when you leave land is one of the major investments in Africa when people get money they want to go and get land but when war arises land is basically worthless so yeah. you, have, if you have to live yeah if you have to live you have to live the land there and um i think bitcoin well for for it, it, for Eritrean refugees we have we find that the people when they're leaving the country they want to get bitcoin and uh, leave the country that's another way of them conserving their the, the value um so besides that we now have um countries that can be said to be slightly economically developed, like uh, where I'm from, Kenya, um, Ghana, we have uh, severe inflation. It's it's bad. Um, So in in Kenya, um, we are undergoing the fastest currency devaluation. Same thing in Nigeria. The Naira is losing value quite fast. And uh, this is basically theft, there's no other way of explaining it. Um, our currencies are being developed. IMF and uh, World Bank keep on giving us loans, literally. Right? For the past... Since the government came into power in September, each and every month, I have seen a headline where the IMF and the World Bank are bringing in money into the country. And uh, oh, wow. so I went, they're bringing in money and we're still getting high taxation. That's for our case in Kenya, So. And the unfortunate piece is that not so many people understand um, this. So unless you're curious enough, or unless you're part of the system that's encouraging this, the people in between we're just uh, feel sometimes like I'm in an echo chamber eh, in the country. <laughs> um i wish more people understood what's going what's really going on um because people are just going on about their business complaining about the currency being devalued but they don't understand the root cause of this um when when so i've talked about um the inflation um also another challenge that we face so much is the cross-border remittance um it's uh, it's well known that most africans because of certain situ- economic situations they'd like to leave there are countries to search for greener pastures outside. And even when you go to those outside countries and you want to send money back home, um, you fi- you have to face uh, now the Western unions who will yeah. enact competent charges for you to send money back home. Um, and with that, we've seen Bitcoin being like a lifesaver for most of these uh, this people. And then you have companies like Bitnob, uh, who are now enabling people to trans transfer money from abroad to their home countries Kenya Uganda uh, Kenya Ghana Nigeria are uh, mm-hmm. examples and um i think we're going to be seeing so cross-border remittance it's it's, it's being sorted out there um uh, store value that's uh qu- quite obvious we've been having hodlers i don't think that uh african hodlers really talk much but there are quite a number of people who are holding bitcoin just um as a safety net because our you can't hold in your shillings and uh unfortunately even us dollars in the market uh is becoming quite scarce mm-hmm. um the, the bankers are really, um, in fact, even the government got to a point where they were saying they'll take off um, the U.S. dollars from your own bank account uh, for those who are holding U.S. dollars. So I guess everybody's just trying to um, look for a way out and um, it really comes up as that. There are those who understand, but there's still a long, um, lot of work to be done especially in terms of like education, um, well, we talked about the adoption. There's a couple of education, um, uh, uh, rather of education projects going on in the continent. Okay. Um, but yeah I've seen, I've seen a, like in Nigeria. I know there is a, a Dgo Um, in Kenya, we have a Bitcoin Dada. We have Bitcoin Tani, The core. Um, in South Africa, at least we have the circular economy Bitcoin economy running in Ghana, we have uh, Bitcoin Dua, in Uganda, the same. So I feel in the near future, we are just going to have more and more people talk about Bitcoin. And um, with this, um, I'm sure we can be able to uh, reach the population uh, as many people as we can, because <laughs> time is running out. Hopefully, the ETFs are not approved as fast before we can be able to get Bitcoin into the hands of those who need it most. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wow. Yeah. I, actually, that's why I wanted to ask you because I was thinking, um, you know, how actually. Okay. Because I'm thinking, I think in two things. One, if how effective is the, the Bitcoin adoption? And if not, if it's not mixed up with. Uh, with Central Africa Africa Republic you know because most people are are concerned and sometimes um, some people are also a little bit uh are dis- dis- not disappointed but kind of mad because uh at first they they made uh, Bitcoin legal tender and it was super great but then they started to also make legal other cryptocurrencies and uh, uh you know the, we don't know how effective it will be that because most of them are are shit coins. it's the same problem of the of the fiat system just uh but digital and with uh with the blockchain so I was you, you mentioned some, some countries like Ghana Kenya and in, in Nigeria and uh so yeah uh, I don't know if you're strongly supporting that uh, Bitcoin only or and you know because even El Salvador uh, we have uh, and strong even a law. we have a law that it says Bitcoin only and the reds the rest are, are are not allowed because are um uh, are just cryptocurrencies and uh, one small example example and and uh, I was just remembering that that a few years ago uh CC ex CEO of binance right now he tried to got the license in el salvador and and we were so upset about that and actually bukele was like nope get out of here
0: yeah and
1: and a couple of months ago i think they got the license and i was really mad about that and i was like timing will will tell me that i was right because of that that they made a mistake and in fact they made a mistake because you you have seen what happened yesterday
0: Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah um i i i'm not really it's okay with el salvador uh, it's great that you guys can have a law that's bitcoin only unfortunately that's not the case um, especially in many african countries in fact um, because they consider everything as crypto in general the laws are more like a gray area so the education is dependent on if people can be able to access the right kind of education. But uh, crypto is still majorly in use. Um, in Kenya, maybe they can tell you, um world coin came here. At least that one, the government contained it. Um, but they were able to get 350,000 registrations um, to the coin. And uh, it, it was insane. <laughs> um, yeah giving out free money and uh, people who are willing to give out their identity just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of education that's needed to be done. I wish you had a law like yours that's Bitcoin only. But uh, the powers that uh, that are, I don't see them uh, giving in very easily. But uh, if we are able to get there, uh, well and good, yeah.
1: Yeah, because uh, you know I was discussing this with uh, a friend of mine that we were talking about uh chat GPT uh, about San Alman that actually is he's also the founder the founder of uh wordcoin and yeah. uh, and he never heard about WordCoin because um until he saw a stand that here is here in in uh, a shopping mall here in Barcelona I was like don't go there and explain him why and he was like okay but I want to know more and and he made his own research and uh, I was super proud (laughs) because uh he was like no but I want to know more about this but it's he's kind of open uh, into into other cryptos but more about investment uh but then he returned like 20 minutes later uh and he was like Oh, okay. So actually this is just a new way of colonialism because you're you're paying to give your data just for a few money for 20 bucks. And I was like, yeah, exactly. That's that's the point. And I'm glad you you understood it. Yeah. And
0: yeah, um the, the marketing strategy here was I must say impressive because getting that many people in such a short period of time. Yeah, but um, yeah. at least the comments capped on that. They were not allowed to leave with the data, as far as I know i've not had them operate ever since so uh, there are instances where the government comes in um and i guess that was one of those
1: yeah but uh, at the same time uh i do get it because uh if if you're in the shoes of of the population because uh, you know i have i have seen the same thing in in argentina i have a lot of argentinian friends and uh some of them live here some of them come from argentina to visit them whenever we have a talk uh, i ask them like uh, how how is it because the inflation is really high it's super high so i think the the only one in latin america i find a mistaken uh it's higher than them it's venezuela so and the, their their system right now it's very complex because the well hopefully it will change uh with melee but uh, but he has to work so we don't we don't know we, we we don't trust us we better fight so we have to wait what he does but from from what we know when right now they told me that they have like uh the uh let me get it, it was like the official dollar and they this blue dollar and they, they... That, that,
0: That's the plan he has. I thought he was going to legalize Bitcoin. We're not going to have another Bitcoin country.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that that's really planned that he wants to that he wants to make Bitcoin legal tender and destroy well get rid of the central bank, right? So. Is and he dollars. going
0: to or was it all talk before he got the vote? Uh, he should have done it even yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah that's why I, I i kind of uh not worried but i'm putting my my eyes on him because it's like that's okay th- just like it happens in in the u.s as well you know is, is this just marketing to get votes or are are you in fact uh uh a bitcoiner and you're going to do that because in the case of kelly many people ask me like okay but this is just marketing out of the country or not and well he'll have proved that uh that is not just there's no just marketing he's working on it and i have known several people that are um uh, surrounded by bukele that are other bitcoiners that are not salvadorians that are from around the world and knew bukele and they told me that uh, he was into bitcoin way before and he told me no if you can see some interviews he, he knew yeah. about bitcoin way before right so uh yeah, that's that's the new thing on the politicians right now. That you have to check if that if it's, if it is not just marketing. or in fact, they are going to they want they're willing to change uh, their countries, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, I think for for Salvador, it can't be. It's not okay. It's not marketing. Well, like I can adjust it's not marketing because I was able to pay with even at the airport. I was so surprised. Do you know how happy I was? Really. <laughs> um,
1: Tell, tell yeah. your experience.
0: <laughs> yeah, I went to Wendy's at the airport and I was so concerned because, um, with my card after I'd been declined, I was like, Am I going to go through this again? And I, I went there, saw so the Bitcoin sign, I was so happy. Um, but one thing, they were using that Chivo wallet, and nice. um, yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure whether I remember her selecting Lightning or not, but sh- so she selected uh, on chain. Oh, yeah. I stood there and I was like oh let it not be one of those days where all change is slow thank goodness it wasn't one of those days <laughs> um within 15 minutes 15 to 30 minutes I was able to actually it was it was less I was surprised uh but then I told her to reach out I hope she she does eventually and <laughs> teach her about lightning and how lightning is the better option but because even also of the language barrier she couldn't really understand what I meant but mm. Lightning and and uh, on chain, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad she was able to accept my payment in Bitcoin. That was really good. Uh, I I wish I could go to all airports and do that.
1: Actually, that, that's another other thing that and super curious that you mentioned that I think uh, companies need to know and and especially as, uh, small businesses that that you shouldn't do the the small transaction like you know paying like a McDonald's yeah. in, yeah. in the in the layer one, you should do it in Lightning because it's faster. I mean, and of course, the, what as you mentioned, uh, not just the commission, but uh, we know that every block uh, it's validated, validated around ten minutes. So yeah, and Lightning is super fast, and the fees are way cheaper. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh,
0: I, I was, I was, I wish I could have just uh, stayed there with her long and tell her about Lightning, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, uh, she 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 enough.
1: <laughs> and uh, it was your first time in El Salvador.
0: Yes, it was my first time in South yeah South America, really. <laughs> yeah.
1: You also went to Brazil, right?
0: Yes, I was. What was your experience to- there? Brazil Brazil was a very good experience, also. Um, if I may say, um, with Brazil, though I noticed that Bitcoin adoption is not that much. I talked to a few people, and are mostly holders. Uh, Brazil seemed comfortable using peaks. I would be so concerned if our government if our government was running our MPESA, but they seem okay with it. Um, they, they really uh, most of them because I attended the hackathon, but there was impressive talent there um, in terms of Bitcoin development. Uh, they were actually building on lightning. that was really good to watch. Um, I, I also learned quite a few things myself. Um, mm-hmm. interaction with of the teams. Um, with with uh, Brazil, I, I, I don't know. Maybe if I didn't get a chance to visit uh, most of the rural areas. I know there's a uh, uh, Jericho
1: Jericoaco, uh, Jericoca. yeah.
0: Jericho, yeah. If I'm not wrong, I've, I've had there's a lot more progress there. Maybe I'll get to visit the, there someday and uh, be able to attest to it. But for Sao Paulo, I didn't really see... Um, much of, of bitcoin in use especially with the merchant adoption Yeah, so because
1: they they also have the the bitcoin beach there right i i, yeah. I think mm, that's amazing that was something that i wanted to ask you that how do you see the uh in terms of like this content creation uh on bitcoin in africa how do you see that as much of, the, of course it's always needed but how, how do you see like like this effort um for
0: even today, um, I was able to, I was told by um, a lady, uh, a lady at the salon, that uh, she saw Bitcoin in the news and uh, she wants me to teach her. So mainstream media is picking it up. Um, it doesn't matter whether they're reporting the negative or the, or the positive, but they're taking it up and uh, that's that's great to know. Um, I guess even with the Argentina news, now there's even more traction. Um, we hope he doesn't back, back out on his work because he's given us quite the publicity here. <laughs> um, no. But the interest is growing. The interest is definitely growing, um, not just in mainstream. Um, I can attest even from the uh, users, user growth that I see on Machankura, because we just run it in form of, we have an orange pillar program whereby uh, you can be able to orange pill uh, people around you, then we pay you in terms of the, we pay you 25% of the transaction fee. And mm-hmm. uh, with that, we see, we see an increase in the number of users who are orange peeling. So the interest is growing quite a lot. Even I myself have been receiving phone calls from all the skeptics. <laughs> um now willing to get in asking how to buy Bitcoin, asking how to get Bitcoin. And um so I what what I see is maybe if you can find ways of implementing probably like see Bitcoin because uh as I've mentioned um one of the ways in which people buy Bitcoin is definitely through the exchange finance is the major one. So if you can have like companies like will come in, I know it's uh it's big in um in latam If yeah. you can have that, Coming, that would be that would be fantastic for sure. Um, because we have the M-Pesa vendors here and uh, it would be just integrating the whole uh, the system, the system into the into the MPESA vendor use. So if if that can be done, I don't see anything else stopping the major adoption of Bitcoin in Africa. Um
1: okay. and, in you know, I have seen in in the, the main documentary that it was mainly El Salvador that uh, is there to dream. Um, they interviewed the CEO of of Paxful, but I don't know if they are running there at, at all, or or is it? uh and Paxful, unfortunately, it's not running anymore. There is another, but. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the...
0: Has another exchange called Nuance that's uh, currently in operation, mm-hmm. uh, but paxos is also quite quite big in terms of um, enhancing user adoption in in Africa. But uh, Ray Ray is now working on uh, I guess Civkit and Nuance, um, and Nuance is also gaining traction from what I've seen.
1: Okay, okay, uh, okay. We're going to start wrap it up because we're almost going to have the hour. <laughs> And I don't yeah. want to take much of your time, so uh, I'm going to make you the, probably the last question. And one, it's uh, very important that uh, what is your vision for Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin's future in Africa? How do you see the the continent leading in the adoption and innovation in in this space?
0: Okay, so uh, one of the things that I want to be is the regulation. Oh goodness, regulations uh, that are coming. Or rather, I wish that governments could just um, try and uh, understand the whole concept of Bitcoin and how it can be able to transform Africa. But uh, even if they don't, thank goodness Bitcoin is permissionless. Uh, we'll just have to do <laughs> what exactly. we have to do until then. Uh, get as many people into self-custody as possible is my main vision. Yeah. Um, so currently, Machankura is working on uh, self custody. We've been able uh, to develop um, a self custody onto the feature phone. Uh, so that's going to be another game changer. I can't wait to start implementing that next year, um, just in time for the halving. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <people>. <laughs> so yeah, my vision is just getting Bitcoin into the hands of many people as possible. Um, getting. Them to understand they can now be self sovereign in terms of um uh, handling the fi- financial um yeah situation basically and um ah uh, yeah I guess I guess that's that that's what I'll be working on for now. Uh, there's still a lot of translation that is going on um we want to get um other major books like uh, maybe the Bitcoin standard into the hands of also a few people because uh, it was it's a very transformational book to read um yeah. To him, yeah um and um maybe let's just get to solve a couple of the problems that Africa is going through. Uh, we can be able to change the narrative. Um, time will tell. Hopefully, and uh, if people are willing to put in the work, um, it's only not only Nolim or Katsu <laughs> or the team. Yeah, we need more people on board. So if we can do that, um, I think we're going to have a different narrative in Africa for sure.
1: Hopefully, yeah, I think I, I always say this uh, to my friend, and I'm I'm telling you that uh, if El Salvador. Uh, it could do it can do it uh the rest of the, the work and because we came from a very dark place uh, the most violent country in the world uh, you know the economy is super bad and... i, I
0: actually believe that until somebody even mentioned it to me that that is impressive that is impressive
1: so yeah That's i it. think that i think that uh you just need to to do the work and hopefully little by little uh that, that's actually one of the things that I mentioned to you, to you the guys that is that Africa is such a young country, so th- there's a young generation coming so hopefully. Uh, we can orange build them so they can contribute to to change the narrative and to 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 change the, the future right. <laughs> yes, definitely. And uh, okay so any closing thoughts or messages that you want to give to our audience and if I didn't make any any other question that probably you you want to to say this is your space and where can people find you
0: okay Um, closing thoughts um, if you are frustrated with your Fiat job uh, please find something you can do in the Bitcoin space and quit that job and uh,
1: (laughs) very good advice I love it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> with that job and come work in bitcoin um there is work to be done um sometimes we feel as if it doesn't pay off, but uh in the long run it, it it doesn't i think you even get to the point you it's not even about the money you you end up seeing how it can solve so many things you're like i'm just going to do this <laughs> um of course the money does come along but yeah <laughs> uh, fix 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 things around you don't just um uh, Wait for your politicians, don't wait on voting for the next guy. Bypass all of this and speak uh, starting with your community. Um otherwise, uh, you can be able to reach me uh, mostly on my Twitter at Nolin Sumba. And um I also produce maybe a few uh podcasts at the Bitcoin layer that is once in a while on uh Africa. Um uh, macroeconomic uh issues in the, in the continent uh, relating to Bitcoin also. Um, yeah, basically that's it.
1: Okay, okay, thank you very much, and uh, I I wish you the best on all the projects that you're working on.
0: <laughs> thank okay. you for coming
1: to the thank you for yeah. coming to the show. <laughs>
0: um, enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for having me.
1: Thanks, guys. See you next week. Ciao. <laughs>